Welcome back into the Inside the Pylon Mock War Room Draft. Chuck Zada here as your host. Last three picks that we have off the board. Ronnie Stanley heading over to Chicago. The Bears taking him with the 11th pick. 12th pick was Shaq Lawson, the defensive end from Clemson, heading down to New Orleans. And Mackenzie Alexander off the board at 13 to the Miami Dolphins. Bringing us to the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders do have the 14th pick here in the draft. And we have assigned them Justice Mosqueda as their GM. Justice, can you give us a brief rundown of who's going to be making the selection with you here? Yeah, so we have the Playmaker Mentality team here with uh, Derek Clawson and Charles oh. McDonald. Yeah, get, say hi, guys. Uh, what's up? I'm Derek. Um, hey, guys. Just a little assistant on this. I'm Charles. I'm the defensive coordinator here for the Raiders. Oh, yeah, I'm the offensive coordinator on this staff. Our, our head coach is missing. Our head coach is uh, Ben Natan. He's in Costa Rica right now. Probably doing um, some scouting down there. I can't blame him. Something. Yeah, he's <laughs> scouting some old people in a hot tub apparently earlier today. So <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get ready for the draft. So in any case, uh, we've got 15 minutes on the clock for uh, the three of you to uh, come to a pick for the Raiders. You're now on the clock. All right. So just looking at Oakland's roster, um, probably should have been more prepared for this. Uh, this is the first time I'm looking at Oakland's roster in probably two days, uh, and they have a left tackle now in Donald Penn. Um, so Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, I really don't think that there's a big need for receiver. Um, their offensive line seems pretty set. They have a quarterback in Derek Carr. So, I mean, just looking say, at... Offensively, I'd say everything is set, except except the, the only thing I would have really liked to upgrade offensively would have been... Uh, running back, but yeah, Elliott off there. the board, I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think I, I wrote a, a piece for Bleacher Report actually this week about um, team needs, and I put running back for Oakland, and then people got very mad and reminded me that Latavius Murray somehow made a Pro Bowl and led, his, led like the AFC in rushing yards. Um, Jeremiah like, came back he swinging. He only had two 100-yard games. Yeah, he, he like he he had, he had like a thousand yards in the AFC, and I was like, I don't know, running backs were horrible last year. Um, all right, looking all right, defensively, well, right? They have two pass rushers now, at least yeah. in Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin. Um, Bruce Irvin today, uh, there was a piece on him where he was talking about how like Seattle needed to free him and how he's going to play in a different role now, um, which makes me think: Is this like is Bruce Irvin going to play D end? Um, because Mario Edwards Jr. has that neck injury, and Mario Edwards Jr. anyway is still like, it's cliche to say like the Michael Bennett type, right? Michael Bennett, Justin Tuck, all that, but he's a guy who plays three technique and got three technique um, for his two sacks during his rookie year. So I think they're pretty solid as far as edge defenders concerned. I feel like you could add some juice up there uh, next to those two. So I think a guy like Sheldon Rankins at 14 makes a lot of sense here. Um, you know, you get a little bit more athletic on that defensive line. You know, you got you had a lot of power with uh, Khalil Mack already there. You got Dan Williams, add Sheldon Rankins to the mix, and that's a that's that's a, a group that you can do a lot of different things with. Maybe if uh, if Ken Norton decides to deviate a little bit from the Seattle kind of strict under front cover three package, and you know they can get a little bit more loose with that with Rankins, Mack, Edwards, Williams. Urban in the fold. I think that'd be a great fit for them. What about you guys? Yeah, and I mean, the other thing I was going to say was um, three of my top five guys on the board <clears throat> at this point are defensive tackles. The other guys are Josh Doxson, who I think we're all pretty big fans of. 
Um, but like we said, we don't. They don't really need a receiver. Yeah. And then the other guy's Darian Thompson, who I'm like apparently higher on than like anyone else in draft Twitter. And I, I wouldn't make you guys co-sign that, I, I, especially after his combine. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I like Darian Thompson a lot, but then he went out there and tested like a, an eighty-year-old Dawson person. Did. So that's definitely gonna. Yeah, he, he's a guy who his, his pro day is actually gonna matter. We talk about pro days like. We almost think like pro days are like a parody of the draft cycle, where it's like, oh my god, are we really covering this crap? Like skinny knees and all that. You know, Go- Jared Goff's hands just grew an eighth of an inch, and Noah Spence's <laughs> arms grew two inches. Like that's the breaking news of the day on draft Twitter today. Um, but I, I, yeah, Darian Thompson. But I don't think we're gonna take him, right? Like if Sheldon's on the board, we gotta take Sheldon. I was just about to right. say, the only I I'd say you have to go defense defense, no matter what. And Rankins is probably better than any of the linebackers left, as well as any of the other defensive backs. The only guy that I would say is Bobby, right? Bobby Kimdiche. Snitch Diche. Uh. Uh. <laughs> he's a Raiders type, right? I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, though. He's definitely not a Del Rio. Del Rio would have him in the doghouse. So oh, no. Good, Del Rio, yeah, never mind. I True. changed my mind. Del Rio, Del Rio doghouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd be there real um, quick. He'd be a healthy and active. He'd be a healthy and active every every single game the first year. Yeah. Yeah, and looking at the secondary prospects that are left, I mean, with, with Ramsey and Hargreaves off the board and my Mackenzie Alexander, I don't really think there's, there's anybody that you, you add at cornerback. And really with, with signing Sean Smith and Amerson kind of popping out last year, I don't think yeah. that's – that, it's that's not really crucial. Yeah. yeah, once they got Sean Smith, I was like, oh, okay. You probably can. We can stop pigeonhole, pigeonholing uh, like Eli Apple up there now. Right. Yeah. So you had Amerson who played well last year. You had Smith. Safety's a hole, but like you said, Ramsey's gone, and we're not taking Darian Thompson here. Um, and then the this, other thing this of, is too the, early for a guy. So. The other thing about Rankins, too, is Rankins, I don't think people really understand that Rankins didn't totally play, like, three technique the entire time in his career. Um, he's playing over guys a yep. lot. And if we're talking about guys who are flexible in a Ken Norton defense that might be able to change things up a little, and even in even in the under, right, um, there's still, like, a five technique. I mean, if Sheldon Rankins wants to play the five and then it's just, like, Mac at Leo, and then I guess that would put Bruce as a strong side linebacker, which is, like, the opposite of what he wants. Um I, maybe he's a, just a nickel pass rusher. Like that is that a possibility? And then Sheldon just kicks in from five to three. Like Sheldon Rankins can play five. I think. I don't know if I would keep him as a nose tackle. I think he can play anyway. Do you think? Do you think he can play yeah. nose? Well, I guess no. you wouldn't even uh, need him if you have Dan Williams. Yeah. Right. You you don't need him. But to he play can play nose. three and five. But like he's flexible. He'll he fit in a three, five, four, play one. He can play any front that you want, pretty much. And I think with Dan Williams there, you don't have to worry about him playing nose tackle, that's already sealed up. And he gives you flexibility to play one, three, five, head up on guards and tackles. You know, he can really do it all. And I think what was big for him was measuring in with uh, with really long arms for somebody of his height and density, uh, yeah. which kind of gives him more, more flexibility uh, with as he was considering for the draft. And I think Rankins would be a perfect fit here. Yeah, Charles and I were able to see him firsthand down in Mobile, and he just destroyed guys. Like he knows how to play the little games inside of a pa- like as a pass rusher, which is one thing that I liked about Vic Beasley, because when you have explosive speed and that's all you have, guys can kind of 
those are almost like change-up guys. This is this is where we are with guys like Leonard Floyd as far as edge defenders are concerned, where Leonard Floyd's a speed guy, but once you can calibrate with that speed, and if you don't have any other move than your speed, then you're shut down. Um, so, like, guys like Bruce Irvin, for example, right? He's got speed. Sometimes he has a bull rush, like, for some reason he had his rookie year. Um, but other than that, he's just a speed guy. And once guys calibrate to that, then they're able to shut him down, which is why you want those guys in limited reps and why those guys are nickel pass rushers. Well, the thing about guys like Sheldon Rankins, even though he's an interior guy and not an edge guy, he'll burst off the line of scrimmage, and then once that offensive lineman is like calibrated to his speed, they'll start cheating, right? And then Sheldon Rankins will notice that he'll cheat, and he'll just put a damn spin move on him and like treat him like a he, – he'll just ragdoll him. Like Char- Charles and I saw that happen to – who was it? Glasgow, the yeah. center from Michigan – who everyone loved right. at the Shrine game, and then he yeah. just got trashed. He just got put in the spin cycle, like the second snap, because he was like, oh, he's faster than me. I guess I got to start cheating. And then as soon as he started cheating, you know, live bullets are flying, and Sheldon Rankins is like, Sheldon Rankins is able to do, like, geometry in a bar fight, basically. Like, he's able to think on his feet. Um, yeah. So, like, I, I just That's- really love him. Like, he's a top six guy to me. I think he, I ranked him as my sixth overall player. If we're able to get him at 14, that's I'm more than happy. Seven minutes remaining. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and with Rankin, you know, this is just another piece to the pass rush. You know, we already have Mac, who's probably who's going to be a ten to fifteen sack guy, and you get Bruce, who who might be able to get you know maybe inch toward double digits with uh, with Mac on the other side, and that's going to free up a lot of opportunities for Rankins to get you know one on one reps with uh, offensive guards. And once he gets some thinking, you know, he, he like Justin said, he can play those uh, interior offensive linemen like. Uh, Ed rushes do tackles, and you know there people gave him flack for hitting that spin move in one-on-one drills at Mobile, but he does it in the games and it works. And you know I'm not gonna knock a guy for doing that. And this is just a guy who maybe maybe can get you know if he can add five five stacks of his own on a fairly consistent basis year in and year out, that's a really valuable player to have on your roster. Yeah. And if if we're beefing if we're beefing up the defensive line. I mean, look at Carolina. We're probably doing a lot for the safety play because if you look at the way Carolina was set up, Carolina didn't necessarily have great defensive backs outside of Josh Norman, but a lot of it uh, was mitigated by uh, Carolina being able to create pressure, especially with that interior package that they have. So I think grabbing a guy like Rankins and sort of going for that same mentality is probably the way to go considering he's also probably the, the best player left on the board at this point. Yeah, and one thing about... Carolina, right, is Carolina's able to get pressure with four guys, and it's really built around the interior pressure of Starluta Lele and Kwan Short, and what that's able to do is that's able to allow uh, linebackers to take bigger zones with how athletic their linebacker unit is, right? And if their linebackers are taking bigger zones, then that means their corners, are, or that means their safeties are taking smaller zones, and then because their, their safeties are able to help and shade over to the cornerbacks, then the cornerbacks really only have to play the boundary at all. And, you know, Oakland already has those two long cornerbacks in Sean Smith and David Amerson. Um, <clears throat> even, like, deeper on the roster, they have Keith McGill and then, like, mm-hmm. G- uh, DJ Hayden. So if, like, your fourth cornerback is the guy that you took in the first round, like, three years ago, um, that's not – I mean, it's not ideal that your first round picks a fourth cornerback, but if he's – you know, you can't really ask for a better fourth cornerback than that. Um, and with guys like Bruce Irvin, I think Ben Haney was even a good athlete um, coming out of Kansas last year. And then Malcolm mm-hmm. Smith um, – all those guys are kind of athletes, so if you want to like have a really good defensive line go up front and then have those guys drop into coverage and make life easier for these cornerbacks and especially these safeties, like we said, that that's kind of where the hole is in this defense. 
Um, you can't. You either have to be good in coverage or a good pass rusher. Uh, if I mean, if this or have a good rep pass rushing unit at least. Um, if they don't have the DBs, then I guess it's got to be loaded up up front, and that's what this will help with. Yep. All right, so I think we're, I think we're all on the same page. Um, so I guess we're turning in the pick. Who's, who's Ben gets to run up the card? Sheldon Rankin's beast, Rankin's. Louisville. Outstanding. <laughs> I guess we have the pick in. Then it is going to be Sheldon Rankin's going number fourteen overall to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, to all three of you, I want to thank you just for uh, joining us. I know you got a lot going on. I know it's a busy time of year heading into the draft, so we uh, we certainly appreciate the time. And uh, we'll catch up with you in a couple weeks, all right? Awesome. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. We're going to kick it over now to Shane Alexander and Mark Schofield, as we do after every pick. And, Shane, to start off, this is a deep draft for defensive line talent, but what makes Rankin stand out among the other uh, members of this draft class in the defensive line? Yeah, Rankins is one of my favorite players in this draft. He's a guy that I highlighted uh, back in the fall um, on a podcast with Charles McDonald, who helped make this pick. And I love the, the bowling ball mentality he's got coming from the interior. He can get lower than the offensive lineman. And he's a guy that you're the two things as, a, as an interior defensive tackle. You're either a run stopper uh, or you're a pass rusher. Rankins is a pass rushing defensive tackle. Like he can get upfield one step quick, get lower than you, um, and get into the backfield. I love this pick because the Raiders, I think they're going to be aggressive because they've got the personnel to be on defense now with Bruce Irvin and Khalil Mack. And if you pin your ears back and get after the quarterback, uh, you saw it in the Super Bowl, that can win some championships. I really love this pick. Rankins is a, a good football player who goes into a really good situ- a situation and, um, I see, you know, I get Eric McDonald comparisons as far as the archetype. Don't comp him as far as a ceiling or a floor type of thing, but in that same style of defensive tackle, I really like what he brings to the Raiders. Mark, seems to me that this is a team that is building something that has the potential to be pretty special in terms of the front seven that they're putting together there out in Oakland. I think so. I mean, if you look at how you might slot Rankins in now into that 4-3 defense that Oakland's running, I mean, you can slot him in instead of Justin Ellis at the nose tackle spot in that 4-3 scheme that they use. You've got Mario Edwards on one edge, Khalil Mack off the other edge. I mean, now you've got Bruce Irvin at linebacker. That's a very imposing defensive front uh, that you can run up there. You can you know, you can make plays against pretty much any offense in that division. I mean, this is an unsettled division, that AFC West right now. San Diego looks to be a year or two away at least. Denver's, we don't know what Denver's doing right now at the quarterback position. And, you know, Kansas City made the playoffs. But again, you look at that Oakland Raiders, and with this pick, that's a defensive front that can stop the run, they can put pressure on the passer, and that's what you need to do to stop offenses in this NFL. Shane, you mentioned that Rankins is a guy who is more of a pass-rushing defensive tackle. Is this a situation where he's going to have to have some of those deficiencies in run-stopping covered up, or is he, is he still capable enough against the run that it shouldn't be a big issue for him? Well, he's capable and he's going to a good situation. You've got Justin Ellis, who's a nose-tackle type defensive tackle, and you've also got Dan Williams, who uh, who is a veteran. So he can be, he can be um, you know, eased into um, the situations and really put in a good position to pass rush when they need him to. And if he needs to run stop, he can. But if he is deficient, they've got options there on the defensive line. Very good. Shane Alexander, Mark Schofield with your analysis on the pick here. The Oakland Raiders taking defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins out of Louisville with 
the 14th pick in the ITP Mock War Room Draft. Tomorrow, we wrap up the week by staying on the West Coast with the newly anointed Los Angeles Rams. Who are the Rams going to take in their first pick since returning to Los Angeles? Tune in tomorrow to find out on the ITP Mock War Room Draft. <laughs>